When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you remember the first thing you bought online? What was it? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley, trainer. Do you remember what the first thing you bought online was? And this is kind of more a question for the Gen X and above, or older, I should say. Um, Because, you know, we went through a period of time in life where we had not bought things online because online wasn't a thing. And then online commerce became a thing. Thing. And I just am curious if people remember the very first thing you bought online. I'm trying to think now if I have lived longer with online purchases or not. Oh, that's a good question. Anyway, that's not your question. 651-641-1071. What was your first online purchase? I think you've lived longer without it. If you're similar to me, because I was in my late 20s probably. Before I bought anything oh, online. Oh, yeah, 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 certainly. Right? Yeah, because I would have had to be older than 27, and I bet you for sure I was. It was right. probably just around the age of 30 yeah. that I would have made my first online purchase. Isn't that weird? Well, no, actually, okay. Now I'm wondering, but okay, anyway. you keep marinating on that, because we've fine. got Amy on the line. Let's go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Amy, Hello. do you remember what your first online purchase was? Well, I wasn't remembering, and I re- I know I went back to school to finish my degree, and all the um, hip people were saying, go on this Amazon site and, and enter the ISBN number of your textbooks, and you'll get them there cheaper. But then when I was on hold, I remembered I did buy some stuff off eBay before um, that. Yeah, so that you know what's so funny when you said that is that is where my first, that was where my oh, first okay. purchase was, was on eBay. That makes sense, though, right? eBay was probably, if not one of the first... Well, no, it had to be like the second e-commerce site, right? Because right. Amazon would have been the first? I actually or one of the first? Me. I don't know. No, I think eBay was first. I oh, okay. actually, I think I'm with Amy on that. Thanks yeah. for your call, Amy, and thanks for jogging our memories uh, in terms of eBay was my first purchase. Yeah. I didn't buy eBay, but uh, I wish I would have because, hello. Um, what I bought, though, was an adapter for my old iPod so to, so I could listen to it in the car. Oh, sure. And it was this huge contraption that like went into the cigarette lighter and then held the iPad or iPod and then um, and then like you could tune your radio to a certain station and play your iPod through your and I bought it on eBay for like cheap ish yeah. for what it was. Yeah. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Do you remember what your first online purchase was? Let's go to Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. What was your first online purchase? 
it was on eBay as well. Right? Yep. And I ordered, it was a big, beautiful vase. Um, had some Celtic designs on it. I was so excited. <clears throat> ordered it, waited for it, came. It was in a really small box, and I opened it up, and it was like the size of a toothpick holder. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was my first purchase, and it was a lesson learned. Isn't that yep. funny? And you did learn that lesson, didn't you? Got to check dimensions. I did. <laughs> We've all been bitten by that at some point. Thanks, Shannon, for your call. So it looks like eBay and Amazon. Amazon technically was first. eBay, like, they were just within a year of each other. Okay. 1994 and 95. That is so... Okay, so I clearly have to have bought something way earlier than I thought. 1995? I know! Wow, were you on Netscape or Prodigy when you bought these things? I know, right? Like, I I just don't remember. I mean, it's possible I ordered something online. And I will tell you this. When I was in college, I used to... um, There used to be a ton of, like, sweepstakes and free stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Like websites where you could get free stuff, and I guarantee I had signed up for those in the mid nineties because I would get free things in the mail all the yeah, time, and I it was such a. That. It was like this, uh, like I'm weird, but like I thought it was so cool to get stuff in the mail. So I would say mid nineties, but I could not tell you what my first legitimate like beep boop boppo beep click click purchase was. And put your credit card number in and buy the thing. Well, yeah, and did we even do that? I think we had to. I mean, how else did you do it? We didn't, like, it? send a check, right? Like, send no. a self-addressed no. stamped envelope. No, but I remember, <laughs> like... CODs. I remember making my PayPal, you know, but I remember that. wasn't terrifying to put your credit yes. card number on which is why I think I probably waited far beyond 1995. Yeah, it had to be, for most it, of us, the late 90s, if not early 2000s. Took a while to get used to that. Uh, let's go to Renee. Renee's been waiting. Thank you, Renee, for holding. What was your first online purchase? Hi, Renee. Renee? Yeah. Hi. I'm 58, and I had surgery last year, and I bought a toilet seat left. And that was your first That was your first <laughs> online purchase? Yes. I oh, my it. God. I love it. <laughs> oh, Renee. I love I hope, that. Like, I hope you got some use out of that thing. Yeah. I did, but I've ordered a lot of stuff since then. Uh, see? You just, yeah. uh, once you do it once. Broke the seal. Makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Thank you, Renee. Have a great day. And let's let Lisa have the final word. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, Hi. What, was, what was your first online purchase? Well, it was on eBay for me, too, and it was a leg lamp a la Christmas yeah. story for my dad. <laughs> oh, my God, I love yes. it. That's a good one, and you should always tell that story. <laughs> Thank you. For, do. Thank That's you for your call. One. I will say it. it it's funny because I remember the first album I ever bought. Right, like that I keep. I remember the I first do, concert God, I, I ever went to. I remember. That I remember. Right, but but the first online purchase. It seems like it should have been a bigger deal, and I just can't. I just think like I have blacked out that transition we made. You know, um, from like catalog buying. Yes. Seriously? Well, because I think that persisted for so long after there was the internet. Mm-hmm. So, like the two, it wasn't like one day you put down, you know, your right. your uh, Figi's catalog or whatever that was. What was that thing called? Figi's? I Isn't don't know what finger hut. Yeah, but there's another one. What am I thinking uh, of? Fingies? Fingies, the Fingy Hut? No, there's one called Figi's. Service I merchandise. I don't know that one. Uh, the Figi's Inc. 
Um, yeah. I think that used to be Ooh, like yeah, one genius. of the web, one of those websites like Finger Hut where uh-huh. you could like buy anything and they'd give you credit. Okay. Wasn't it Figgies? I don't I know, but that, I, did I make that up? It just makes me laugh. Figgies. Um, I want to read this email <laughs> while you're fig- <laughs> figging that out. Um, Genevira said, I bleep you not. Her first online purchase, a real full-sized sword and holster. Still have it. Cut a watermelon with it. Another fun food item. <laughs> oh my God. Well, as long as it stays food items. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, all right. Well, Bradley Trainer, uh, you know, uh, peeps at the Figgies catalog. Well, currently, Figgies is a gallery of home and gift. <laughs> oh, fun. Yes. I didn't even know that's a thing. I, got, I used I to get the Figgies catalog. To go to. That's the other thing. I used to love getting catalogs. Oh my God. I was obsessed. Do you? Oh. I, I kind of want catalogs. I still like getting, I still get my a couple and I love them. My partner calls whenever we get a catalog, so we don't get catalogs anymore because my partner will call and cancel them. Mm. Whenever we get any junk mail, he calls and cancels, which is kind of awesome. But I do have this like desire to want to like flip through it's, like a seed catalog. Oh yeah. A, a seed. Okay. Don't you, didn't you ever like, no. like plant catalog? No. Oh my God. No, I get clothing catalogs and I earmark every page. Or home stuff. I love Ikea. to do that. I used to get that one. Or the I d- Sky Mall. Oh, yes. Oh, that was Hamper the best part Schlemmer. of flying. Yes. Perry and David. Yes. Oh, Perry. And in my house, when I was growing up, it was Lillian Vernon. Yeah. I loved Fingies. that stuff. Fingy Hut. But, no, what was the one old? Uh, what's the, the barn with the little strawberry candy sausage cheese? Yep. Um, oh. Not Jimmy Dean's. No, the place the kiosk called? at the mall. I know. Yeah. What's it called? Swiss the sausage family, place. Swiss Colony. There's Swiss Colony, and then there's another one. Like Where do you the get barn the family. Oh, man. Um, Hickory Farm. Hickory Farm. Thank you. Yes. I Googled Summer Sausage Cheese Mall. <laughs> Summer Sausage Cheese Mall. <laughs> and I got there. <laughs> when we come back. Actually, that would be a great name for a... Welcome to Summer Sausage <laughs> Cheese Mall. It, it's something that Opening would show soon. up between here and the Dells. It's totally true. Right? Totally true. Did and you they stop would, at and the Summer would, Sausage Cheese Mall? And they'd advertise cheese curds and taxidermy. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Candace Cameron Bure has uh, responded uh, to JoJo Siwa's disdain for her. <sighs> okay. And she's done so in the most Candace Cameron Bure way. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Ooh, Candace Cameron Bure has something to say on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah. Uh, she has responded to JoJo Siwa's statement that she couldn't stand her. Yeah, well, no, she actually did not. Not only couldn't stand her, JoJo Siwa claimed that Candace Cameron Bure is literally, quote, the rudest celebrity that the dancer has ever met. Just- oh! That's exactly what did you do? <laughs> That's what happened when Candace rear-ended JoJo. <laughs> no. Um but we it's one of those things where um nobody like this was not a thing until it popped up on social media. Somebody asked uh JoJo who the rudest celebrity she'd ever met was and she held up a picture of Candace Cameron mm. Bure and this was all on TikTok. Okay, look. When you do that and you're a superstar mm-hmm. like Jojo Siwa, people listen. People uh, hear yeah. you. When we put you on our D-bag segment mm-hmm. from noon to three, mm-hmm. nobody listens. 
meaning the celebrity like Candace Cameron Bure has I guarantee you been on our D-bag segment before yeah because of something she said that we disagreed with mm-hmm. right that's kind of what we do but like she's not listening to us no but she is listening to her audience and I guarantee her audience was like did you see what Jojo see what said about you well and especially because uh Jojo Siwa did this on TikTok, and I don't know if you know this about Can Candace Cameron Bray. I do Cameron because you told me because you're a TikTok mama. Well, she just she is too. She's got That's what I mean. she's got a very 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 robust TikTok yeah. uh, presence. Yeah, she's like I'm the cool mom on TikTok. Right. I get the impression, right? So like that's a platform that both of them inhabit. Well, after uh, Jojo did that thing. Which, you know, I mean, she's, what is she, 20? 20 She's like 18. 19. She's 19. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. So she's 19. Yeah, I mean. Know? I would just maybe like blink, blink. But, you know, when you're a TikTok star, I guess you got to like deal with your beefs, mm-hmm. right? So Candace <laughs> is uh, taking her beefs to TikTok <laughs> and shredding some Siwa. <laughs> the best way she knows how, which let's be clear, Candace Cameron Bure is many things, but she's not like a beef master. Right. 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 Yeah, she's not using that Arby's big machine. There's not a big pile of uh, roast beef slices on her counter. I don't know what I'm saying, but she did respond in, in the mm-hmm. most Candace Cameron Bure way possible. Would you like to know what she said? Yes, I do want to know. <sighs> Okay, mm. you're going to have to help me. Okay. Because I don't speak uh-huh. Bible. Okay. I understand and have read pieces of the Bible in my life. Mm-hmm. But I do, There's I'm not a lot a vers- in there. I'm not a versologist. Yep. We all know Candace Cameron Bure is a devout Christian. Mm-hmm. And she posted a quote to her Instagram stories. Interesting that she didn't do it on TikTok. On her that inst- is interesting. Well, I... Put a pin in that because I bet okay. you there's a TikTok video coming. Okay. But anyway, on her Instagram stories Monday... She posted a quote that says, trust the Lord always, Mm -hmm. and then put a Bible verse, Isaiah 26, colon four. Mm -hmm. So that would be. I think they just say 26, four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it would be like the 26th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Because the Bible is actually a library. Yeah. Um, And and there's a Dewey Decimal System. Kind of. Oh, do they have late fees? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yes. And it's called your soul. You pay them after death. (laughs) It's called your soul. (laughs) Prepare to burn for not turning that book back in, Holly. Okay, so are you wondering what the verse, what that verse is? Yeah, girl, I don't know what it is. Give her some uh, holy music, Holly. She's got to read a verse. I can't wait to hear what Holly comes up with for the holy music. This will be good. Of the three of us, you're more qualified Uh, than... Okay, that's that's our holy music. A reading from the book of Isaiah, the 26th chapter. I feel like that's disrespectful. Go ahead. Yeah. The fourth verse. Ready? Okay. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Oh. I mean, that's a very good verse. It is. It's great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I thought it was going to be like... Shade? Don't smack talk me on TikTok or I'll cut you. <laughs> so oh, that's, say I the don't, Lord. I actually... I'm going to check the Hebrew translation and just see if that maybe Because it, you know... It goes through a lot of translations. So this is the most... Maybe check the Greek translation as so, well. So, yeah, I mean, and you would be better qualified again to do all of those things, and I look forward to your treatise on <laughs> Sunday morning. But what I was going to say is it seems like a really milk toast response. Like, mm-hmm. that's a that's that could be anything. She literally could not be responding to Jojo Siwa, and it could be just like that was her meditation for the day. Right. So that's actually my question, is how do we know that this was we don't. directed that's at... That's page okay. six saying... That uh, Candace Cameron Bure is, you know, uh, quote, shares Bible verse after rudest celebrity diss. Oh, so that's their interpretation. Right, Correct. right. But the the reason I said uh, earlier. Pay attention because it's Instagram. Yeah, that was on Instagram. So, I mean, JoJo said her comment on mm-hmm. TikTok. I wouldn't be surprised if. There Candace isn't going to be some sort TikTok. of response on TikTok. And I don't think she's going to be like, how dare you? Like, right. It's going to be um, when they go low, we go high yeah. kind of response. Cause that's kind of her brand, right? Yeah. Like she's not going to be nasty. No, she'll, she will reply in a way that, um, yeah. I mean, she, she's not gonna, she's not gonna like lose it on TikTok. No, she's going to find a way to, to, if she responds at all. Now, I will be honest. I do think somewhere in the Bible it says, you know, do not respond to trolls or, you know, I don't know. Oh, I bet there's a verse but, like I bet you could go online and be like, yeah. how do I tell people not to respond to trolls using a Bible? verse? Yeah, I mean, and she probably will go that way. But here's the other thing. Listen, I just like I want to bring everybody into a space together. Okay. Where mm. we discuss. Dearly beloved. This. Mm-hmm. It is a Okay. For Jojo Siwa to think that Candace Cameron Bure is the rudest celebrity she's ever met. That's fine. Well, yeah, you don't know what her measure is. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that Candace Cameron Bure is a terrible, awful person. Correct. So she had an experience of Candace Cameron Bure that she was rude. Correct. We don't we don't have any context for that. But maybe she I, was being passive aggressive. Perhaps that could be it. And so Candace Cameron Bure, she gets to choose now whether or not she wants to address that at all or just move on with her life. But what we do and what so many of the tabloids do is try to create something I mean, hey. where there might be nothing. And we're here for it. So uh, that was, we don't think Candace is the rudest celebrity we've ever met. I've never met her. So there's that. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we really do have some celebrities behaving badly, and we will judge them Demon. after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. Our job right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yep. Is to uh, bring them to your attention, and we have a name for them, and that name is. D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. This one's actually a, a candle of V. 
Oh, Not a bag of D. A candle of V? Yeah. What does I, that yep. even mean? Thank I you, got Holly. Of that. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> I My D-bag today is Gwyneth Paltrow for the oh! way that she tried to shoehorn a women's power message into vagina her candle. vagina candle. And I'm dead serious. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, great. So she was on the Today Show and she was talking about her pivot from Oscar-winning actress to the CEO of Goop, the lifestyle brand that she founded initially as a newsletter in 2008. And they were talking about her, this candle smells like my vagina calendar. Not calendar, candle. Yeah, I don't want your vagina calendar. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, By the way, this this candle is made with geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar. And uh, it's juxtaposed with damask rose and ambre. Damask seed. rose. How do you say that? Damask. I don't know. D- d- I've never said the word out loud. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. So anyway, uh, this is what she said about this candle to the Today Show. If you have a shovel, you might want to get ready because there's going to be some shoveling. Mm-hmm. I also have a pitchfork. Okay, good. I got one after we talked about them on the show. Yesterday. Okay, good. You need to have one of those around. This candle is really like that provocation to say, it's amazing to be a woman in every way. It's amazing to have that kind of power and you deserve to have agency. Okay, I actually agree. Women deserve to have power and agency. Well, you don't, but... But... (laughs) No, I'm saying, like, you you don't, like... A candle does not give you agency in the world. Thank you. That is my point. And that's my point as well, is, like... You didn't actually, like, that candle was just uh, a gimmick. Be honest about it. Don't tell me, don't try to tell me that you developed this candle for some sort of social messaging. No, that's just the story you've applied to it because you think that that's on brand with what you're trying to sell, which is fine. But what you really did is you got drunk with some friends and you thought it would be really funny to make a candle that smelled like your business. And then you woke up the next morning and was like, how do we write, you know, a a story around that experience? Mm -hmm. Which again, fine. But like that's like great for your like the about us tab on your website, mm-hmm. like why you came up with the candle. But to go on national television at a moment, by the way, mm-hmm. where uh, yep. I'm just going to say women's yep. reproductive rights mm-hmm. um, are being uh, are in the balance. What's the word? What's the They're, word? Uh, I don't attack. know, but I'm saying like They're, under I mean, attack. I can go away. for days. Exactly. Right. Like so, when that's a topic at the very like least a, a topic yeah. for uh conversation at a political level that you would then go on national television and try to make selling your candle about yeah. such things i just feel like that kind of minimizes i don't know you tell me because you're an actual woman mm-hmm. you as well holly that seems a little i don't know patronizing and kind of gross oh that's exactly why she's landed in my d-bag okay. segment because to to um to to try to shoehorn some messaging around her candle, which really was a joke, being a some sort of social commentary, I'm not here for it. And also, don't talk to me like I'm dumb, Gwyneth. And yeah. that's what really makes me angry about it, is don't try to serve this up to me like it's anything more than what it actually is and always was. It's an effort for you to make money off of a joke that you thought was hilarious. And I don't care. I don't care if somebody wants to buy it, but don't tell me that in the purchase of it, somehow you are buying agency and autonomy because you're not. It's a dumb candle. I don't care. Thank you. I don't care. 
Also, can I just say, because like I'm here for vagina candles. I'm here for like... <laughs> Isolate that, please. I want that on the button bar. Thanks. What? Notice I said candles. Yeah, thank you. I'm here for vagina candles. Mm-hmm. I'm also here for... For um, like uh, we were all hanging out at a party and came up with yes. this dumb idea of having vagina candles and like pretending that it's like a thing. You know, it's like the poof flower um, thing. What's that thing? Oh, poopery. Poopery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm here for all, like just having fun with yes. silly things. Yes. Um, and and also just because I think uh, look, I don't want to go to like uh, women's and gender studies class right mm-hmm. now because I don't think that's what we do but i do think there's a conversation to be had about like having fun with lady parts in a way that makes other people uncomfortable because why why are we uncomfortable about that in a way that we're not uncomfortable with like penis shaped everything right which is sold everywhere constantly right and is at every bachelorette party thank you right i mean you don't see men at bachelor parties walking around with straws shaped like the female anatomy it's, it's true really, it's, it's true but my point yes. is so i'm all here for like having fun with if that's the conversation yes. but that's not the one she's having and also if she's gonna make this candle into some sort of um beacon for women's reproductive rights or whatever then what are you doing with the proceeds? Yeah. Do something yeah. with that. If then. you want to have a political message, then, then show us what you're doing with it. Yeah. But don't talk to me like I'm stupid. But buying a candle oh, is not, that's not. No. 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 But she is a master. That's mm-hmm. why, like, uh, this whole conversation about her leaving, and the thing I actually, because I did, I did sort of read this article, um, or at least a piece of it, Um there's, I think, also a conversation that she's trying to have, or at least it sounds like she's trying to say, like, uh, like why she left Hollywood. And it's almost this, like, I was too good. For, I don't know. I was too good for Hollywood. But there, like, there was just something that didn't sit right with the way she's acting mm-hmm. as though she left Hollywood and it was healthier or better for her in a way that I'm like, but you're but why do you think you are what you are today? I think it's be, like Hollywood is a part of that. Right. So because she wouldn't have goop if she hadn't had her career that she had. Exactly. She might have goop, but it would not be the same. Yeah. It would it would be a more celebrity yeah. has allowed her yep. to speak to consumers in a way that was very rewarding for her, which again, I'm not taking away from her. Celebrities do this all the time. It's that idea with Gwyneth Paltrow that she has some elevated um understanding understanding of of the world and it's like girl that's the same thing the kardashians are doing yeah and the kardashians get crapped on daily Mm -hmm. for doing that Mm -hmm. and like you're doing the same thing and i think you should be applauded for being successful in what you're doing Mm -hmm. but you don't have to create this like narrative that somehow makes you seem as though it's more virtuous the way you're doing it yes Thank you. She would who's, probably disagree with me. but Who's your fine. D-bag? Boy, I think this is a theme. I got to be real honest because I know who your D-bag is. And is. I think we're, it is. we're, we're about to have another thematic. conversation. We're getting real thematic. Yeah, we are. With the females. Because my D-bag today is Jane Lynch, Oof. who uh, tweeted uh, the following. Oh. And this is courtesy of Holly. Holly, I really want to give credit where credit's due. And I'm going to let you, if you would like to sound off before I do, because you actually brought this to the table. Thanks. Jane Lynch said the following on Twitter 23 hours ago. I love women. Okay. 
Some of my best friends. <laughs> no, literally. I love women. I am a woman. Oh, wow. Our voices are higher than men's voices. Women's voices can get into the annoying area if it gets too high. If you're doing a podcast, mm. consider lowering, lowering your pitch a tad. If you think I'm being sexist about this, then I don't know what to do with you. Try me, wow. Jane Lynch. Wow. Try me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know how I reacted. Me. Holly, what, what made you react? Oh, everything. That yeah. way, but fundamentally, that we're still doing this narrative about female voices. Mm-hmm. When in fact, the idea of female voices in the realm of broadcasting, in the realm of the media, in the realm of the world such as, mm-hmm. are shrill, mm-hmm. annoying. Mm-hmm. When in fact, there are evidences of bias against female voices that are embedded in the very technology that we use, I can send you in directions of places who are or people who are smarter than me that can, you know, give you details on that. But the fact that Jane Lynch, female, is putting other females down... Can, may I, as another female in the room, point something out about this that I would like to point yeah. out? I This is the impossible uh, place that women find themselves in with voices. Yeah. Okay? And many other things. Yeah. But in this case, we're talking about voices. Yeah. And we're talking about Jane Lynch saying that women's voices are naturally higher, and if they get too high, they are annoying. And I will, I think I can speak for just about every woman on this station, and I don't know about the dudes, I but I do know about the women. Yeah. I think each one of us at some point has gotten some sort of email telling us our voice was annoying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I never, I've never gotten that. I've gotten other things, yeah, which sure. we can have a conversation yeah. about, but this is not the time. But no, I have yeah. not gotten that email. Okay, so I find that interesting. But this is what I, I want to bring our attention to something else, which is Elizabeth Holmes. Do you remember what she's one of the things she's known for? So this is yeah. the Theranos woman yep. who understood pitching her voice down made her sound more powerful. Yep. What do we do with that now? We make ruthless fun of it. Oh, yeah. Everybody does in every industry. Everybody has called her out for that behavior. So what is it that you want, Jane Lynch? What is it that you want? She would like you to sound whatever frequency is pleasing to her voice. Oh, my God. I just, you know, like from like, I'm appreciative to the two of you for speaking, you know, from your your own place what i'm trying to say by that is like i also reacted to the idea that you would have the cojones to tell another creator mm-hmm. how to create their art yeah like without anyone asking you right like thank you for your feedback mm-hmm. i didn't ask and also that's my voice yeah yeah like right i don't know what to tell you right if you don't like it like because I think we all can be hypercritical of things. I'm not saying like that. I understand being hypercritical, but I would never think to show up to the world tomorrow and be like, you know what? I can't stand. Mm-hmm. I can't stand when people sound really this way. Like, okay. I also don't like the fact that, you know, in the winter we only have like four hours of sunlight. Right. That's just the way it is. Right. Thank you for your feedback. Yeah. And so it was just this like, or as I like to say at my house, your complaint has been registered with the management. Yeah. Yeah, like, thanks. Yep. I don't know what you want me to do. You really think that people are just going to go, oh, God. Oh, my gosh, my voice is, I, I got to pitch it down I for James Lynch. I could be successful if only my voice was pitched down. 
Yeah, she did. She did uh, respond because I went to look because that was 23 hours ago. Yeah. And I'm surprised. A lot that, has happened. I'm surprised that like this isn't more of a thing. Right. But I guess somebody responded who like maybe does this kind of thing. I don't know. I don't even really care to go that deep. Um, but well, don't go too deep. You know, she then quotes somebody pitch saying, it down a little. <laughs> she then quoted somebody <laughs> saying. Adjust a person's voice to a more pleasing frequency. What, like, what is that? That's creepy. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you talking about? More pleasing? According to... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Right. To her. Everybody, please, from now on, tailor your voice to the likings of Jane Lynch and you should be fine. When we come back... On the Colleen. No, it's sorry. When we I'm come sorry. Back. When we come, come back, back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I think we should do the rest of the show like this. <laughs> and then we'll oh, send it to her. Believe me, <laughs> if, <laughs> if Holly or I did that, we would get ten emails. Oh, yeah. When well, we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Tristan Thompson is now clapping back. So the student has become the teacher. So much clapping. Uh, there's, it's like applause now. We'll talk about it after this on my talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Why is that not working? Well, you didn't touch the button. got turn sticky. It on. Uh, you got them sticky bucket buttons. Careful. Careful. Oof. Okay. Hey, uh, you guys, the student has become the teacher. Um, according to? According to the world, because Tristan Thompson is doing what Khloe Kardashian does best, which is clap back. Clap back. Everybody's clapping. Clap back, clap back. The clapper. Uh, he is the clapper. Uh, he's clapped back this time. On to what? Chloe's clap back. Oh, I God. Mean, so it's like I've a, lost track. It's a double clap? Clapception. Uh, as I said, it's it's like applause over there now. Okay. Like everybody's clapping. It's hard to know what they're clapping at or with or whatever. But Tristan Thompson. So Chloe Kardashian has been clapping back, cryptic clapbacks by Chloe. Um, to all of the news around Tristan Thompson's baby with Marilyn Nichols and then the baby that the two of them are either having or have had, we don't know yet, um, by surrogate. I mean, there's just like a lot. And then Chloe is being defensive. Now Tristan has clapped with the following in an Instagram post, okay? One, and this is a sh- like a screenshot, okay? So this is actually... The picture on Instagram, which don't even get me started. I, I thought it was supposed to be just like photographs. And then we started tweetstagramming and like, it's the Wild West. Okay, so one, nothing is promised to you. Two, no one owes you anything. Three, you have all responsibility in your life. Okay. Understand these three rules as early as possible and realize that independence is the way forward. This... I, I, I look. People can say what they want. What? Why are we saying this? Well, this is the thing. I've lost track <sighs> now, and that's the part that I'm having a hard time with. Is this like 
cryptic tweetstagramming that is clearly in response to something, but we're not all in on it, which that's, I have a, that behavior drives me crazy. When you use your own social media to send a message to one person, maybe. I mean, yeah, why are show we, them. like, why are we talking in inspirational quotes? I don't understand. Right. But it's obvious that you are, you've been moved to do that for some reason because something has gotten to you. Yeah. And so you are using your social media to send a message to, as I said, probably one person. In this case, we are assuming it's Khloe Kardashian. Mm -hmm. And she has done the same thing, right? Because she had just cryptically tweeted or... Because nobody says anything anymore. They just post other people saying things as like a cipher for their own feelings. And it's like, I I miss the point wherein these highly successful, very uh, resourced individuals... Mm -hmm were not capable of just sharing their own voice. Like, I don't get it. Why wouldn't you just say, because here's what I would say to the public. Yes. You got an opinion about me and my family? Come to my house and let's talk about right. it. Otherwise, stay out of my business. Yeah. Although I will probably not invite people to my house to talk no, about that's it. True, that's true. <laughs> but I'm just that's saying, true. I'm just saying, saying. Like, if location. you have something to say to me, right. say it to my face. Yeah, talk to if me about it. you don't. Then keep it out your mouth. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm not going to come slap you on the stage of the Oscars. Uh, thank you. Uh, to tell you that. But um, I just I just think like, so, so, ergo, I think the point then is we ask ourselves, why is this happening? And I think in the case of Chloe, it's, it's obvious. Tristan, it seems less so because Chloe, to me, it's obvious that she does this because A, she can't say the things with her own mouth Mm-mm. because they will all be revealed on an episode of the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So Chloe can never like talk about stuff in real time because she's going to talk it like you can't. Right. Like, that's a messaging thing. And that family is on point with messaging. Yeah, she is caught in the Kardashian Jenner space time continuum, yeah. which does not align with our linear. Right. So she says, so she has to be correct. I told Tristan to like, you know, kiss my fanny at the first time he cheated. Well, she can't say that because that hasn't been revealed yet right. on the show. So she Get has it. to Google an inspirational but, quote and then share it that way. Yeah. So she's like saying, wink, wink, I'm listening. Yeah. Wink, wink, I'm here. Wink, wink, I'm I'm like fully. A, uh, but tune in four months from now and you'll see the reality. But you're not getting like details mm-hmm. until uh, you tune in on the show. And I'm also going to like gaslight you so that you'll be extra bitter until the show shows up. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. When it comes to Tristan, the only thing I can think of is that he's still a part of that universe. And so yeah. he's going to do the same thing. It's a little wink, wink, a little taste, a little tease, right? It gets people talking. Well, tongues are wagging, including our own. Yeah. And you just hit the nail right on the head is that that's what that behavior does. It's like that person, you know, in your life who fishes for compliments, Yeah, you know, and that's exact. They're getting exactly what they want when they put out that cryptic tweet it gets people talking about it and then their names are on our lips and then we're thinking about them and then we're deeply entrenched in their drama because they're not really telling us anything about it. Yeah. Right. So it's working. And so maybe like, I don't know, maybe I, I'm I would just like to know where do you go to get all these things? Is there like a website? Hit, I think you can just hit up the Googs. Like, I think if you like, how do I tell people I'm ticked off at them without having to say it? Inspirational. Maybe messages? you can say something like quotes about, resilience or something and then yeah. you and then you gotta like click deep into that because you don't want to do the first one because <laughs> then you're like then people oh, know yeah. right like oh she As just if we the first didn't one. know period that what yes you know uh, all of your education 
part of your education at some point was quotes attributed to Albert Einstein. Right. Right. Like you took that class in school. Of course. No, no, no. Course. You Googled it. We you, know what yeah, you're doing. We know. What do you want to what do you want an inspirational quote about? I'm going to give you one right now. Ooh, uh, great. Tell people to stop. Or, well, OK, it's about the thing I hate. Right. So I want you to stop. What's the word? I don't know. Stop lying to me. Uh, lying. Quotes about lying. Uh, OK. OK. Ready? Here we go. I'm going to give you one right now. Okay. Like I said, I got to go deep. Oh my God, I should like literally post this on my Instagram. But oh, yeah. You so know that I would have to like swat down all the like DMs. Like, is this about me? Honesty is more than not lying. It is truth telling, truth speaking, truth living, and truth loving. Does somebody get paid for those? I wonder. Who was that? That one was to? Faust. Oh. Yeah, see, it's true. How about this? Tell a lie once and all your truths become questionable. That one's not attributed to anybody, so I think that one was Marilyn Monroe. We just do anonymous. Anonymous. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, inspirational quotes. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, okay. We've got to talk about the Choco Taco. we got to talk about it. we got to talk about it. It's sad. It's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. Bradley's going to maybe find a silver lining. We'll talk about it yeah. after this. A My Talk 1071. Hey. Silver lining.